0: The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Welcome, thank you for joining us again as we take a few minutes out of our day in God's word. We're glad you're with us. As we continue through the life of Christ, In the book of Matthew, Matthew's Gospel, we are going to jump into Matthew chapter 23 this morning. So if you're following along, Matthew chapter 23, and what we see is a very really long discourse as Jesus is is really kind of sharing his heart, sharing some thoughts. Specifically, in the beginning of this, what we're seeing is that he's sharing his thoughts on the idea of the really poor hypocritical leadership of the scribes and Pharisees and the Sadducees, of these leadership groups, and really how they've been given the opportunity to lead correctly. They're in the position, that uh, in the leaders, leader, leadership leader's role that was designed. Um, what they're teaching, we'll see in a second, was accurate. Their actions was what really contradicted what they were saying. So let's jump into this real quick and break down. Now what we'll do is this, this course covers a large portion, so we're going to break it down and do it over several episodes as we break this down. So we'll do probably just the first 12 verses here. So let's start in verse 1 as we unpack this. He says, And Jesus spoke to the multitudes and to his disciples. Now understand, he's not speaking to the scribes and Pharisees. He's speaking about the the scribes and Pharisees. He's talking to the people as he's coming to the end of his life, and he knows that his disciples are going to be sent out here in a short period of time to go plant churches, and so the biggest enemy of the disciples of the new as scribes and Pharisees, and so he's planning the groundwork for those following to get an understanding, a difference in the truth. How do they recognize faults? And so he's, he's teaching them how why these people were wrong. So he says in verse 2, saying, "...the scribes and Pharisees sit in Moses' seat. Therefore, whatever they tell you to do, observe. That observe and do, but do not do it according to their works. For they say..." And do not do. So the first thing we say is they're in a position. They sit in Moses' seat. They're in a position of, of religious authority. They are in a position. They have the knowledge of, to have these positions of authority. I mean, they in, in, in the case one of the things they had to do is memorize the first five books of the Old Testament in Hebrew. Um, they were intelligent men. They knew the Torah. They knew the law. They knew what was supposed to be. So they're in that position, and they're teaching accurately. Uh, at least the, the basic understandings of the law. He goes, so do what they're saying, he goes, but don't do what they're doing. Watch what they're doing. Uh, and he goes, why? Now, and he explains, they, they do things, but they themselves do not do it. And here he explains more in verse 4, for they bind heavy burdens, hard to bear, and lay them on men's shoulders, but they themselves will not move them uh, with one of their fingers but all their works they do to be seen by men. They make their phylacteries broad and enlarge the borders of their garments. They love the best places and feasts in the best seats in the synagogues, greetings in the marketplace, and to be called by men, Rabbi, Rabbi. Let's talk a little bit. First of all, the first few verses, they they bind heavy burdens, hard to bear, but they and other people, but they themselves would not do this. And so, what was happening is, is you, if you go to the Old Testament law, it was already uh, a difficult thing to follow. Not just the Ten Commandments, but a lot of the things in in the Old Testament that were given the children of Israel. Now, please understand the difference. the The, the law was never created for the purpose of that if I do the law, I can get to heaven, because no one can ever complete the law. You're going to fail on some point. So the premise of the law was to help you to realize that in and of yourselves, it's impossible to do it. It, it, is, a, it is a measuring stick to let us know there's no way we can be good enough to get there. We need help. And that's from the New Testament. We need God's grace. And so they looked, through the Day of Atonement, through the um, sacrifices, they looked to the day when their Messiah would come and help offset the burden of the law by giving them this grace. But these guys, these scribes and Pharisees, went even more, any further. So they had the Old Testament, and then they started adding their own standards, their own extra um, legalistic positions on top of the law to be able to attain, uh, we would use the word salvation today, able to attain the rightful position. They weren't biblical. Uh, there was nowhere in Scripture for them, They were adding more. The tricky thing you see about this was not just the fact that they were placing very heavy burdens on the Jewish people. They themselves were not following them. Uh, you do live this way, we're not going to live this way. It's literally the definition of hypocrisy, which is why Jesus called him that. And something that's important to see, if it's important enough for us as the teacher or the preacher to state something should be done, we should be living it. Now, I'm, I hope you understand something. I'm not of the impression that I think that the pastor, religious leader, or whatever, needs to be perfect. I, I do not believe that. There's no way he can be perfect. But I do say this, uh, if you're going to teach something to, as this is what you should live, you should be striving to live that way, and uh, it should be something in your life already. Uh, one of the reasons a lot of pastors struggle being consistent with what they say and what they do is sometimes what they say is not biblical. So go back. Is it scriptural? Is it scriptural what we're supposed to do? It goes back. Don't, don't base what you do off a of man's opinion. Base what is being, what, what, how you live off of scripture. By the way, I think in most cases, it brings us back to a, a, a stronger position um, in scripture, uh, whether the other peripheral things, you know, we're going to be different as other people, but it gets you to a stronger position in scripture, and that's really where you want to be. What does God say about this situation? Um, he says in verse 5, explains, all their works they do to be seen by men. Now he says something, they make their phylacteries broad and enlarge the board of their garments. You say, what in the world is that? So they would carry kind of around their arm a strap, a little box that would have like prayer requests in them or, or prayers or things of that nature. And then little um, tassels kind of off the end of it. And they'd carry it with them. Really, it made them look super religious, that they're always praying, always doing this. And it was just, it was just fake. Um... They say they love the best uh, places and feast, seats in the synagogues, greetings in the marketplace. So they, they love to be seen. They love the power and the position that being in, in their position had, gave them. Uh, and, goes, and, and to be called by men, Rabbi, Rabbi. Now here's what he says, interesting. But, but you do not be called Rabbi, for one is your teacher, the Christ, and you are all brethren. Do not call anyone on earth your father, for one is your father who is in heaven. Do not be called teachers, for one is your teacher, the Christ but he who is greatest among you shall be your servant. Whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. Now, the premise is not that you sit back and don't ever give anybody a title, um, because we have a lot of people that carry the term title, and Father, I mean, he's speaking more of the uh, religious term, but here's the, here's the premise behind all of this. If the people are only seeking for titles, you have to be nervous about that. A title is something, i would be careful saying a title is something earned. Um, if someone has to demand a position and demand authority and say, this is my title, this is, you got to, you got to follow it, you got to do it, call me this, if that's a really big deal to somebody, um, I think they're missing the point. He says, that he who is going to be greatest among you, he who is going to be the best, let him be your servant. That was the way Jesus served, that's the way Jesus loved people, um, and that is the way Jesus impacted people by serving. He became the greatest to follow because he was the greatest servant. Honestly, in the Christian realm our greatest desire is how can we serve people best that's really what we should be doing how can we serve others the best um, we live in such a world today where it's the opposite what can I get what can I get how can I get more from church how can I get more from this and frankly we get frustrated if we're not getting more but in this situation he clearly states how can we serve others so um, I'm not going to keep going further there's a little, you know, let me let me just read a little bit more um because he goes in a little more detail, well, verse 12, whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. Now, please understand, this is not false humility, all right? This is not, oh, I'm horrible, oh, I'm this, you know, and criticize myself so people lift me up. This is not saying, I'm horrible, I'm bad, and so people are bragging me. False humility. This is whoever is willing to just humble himself. Lord, what do you want me to do? I'll do it. I don't need to worry about it. I don't need to be seen by anybody else doing it. Um, These are the ones that are willing to show up to church early. They clean the building. They prep the building. They stick around. They're locking doors, and nobody knows they're doing it. They don't need, to be seen. There's a lot of things that happens. Uh, This is in church. This is in family. This is in community. You don't have to go tell everybody, I was doing this this week. You just serve the Lord where God has you. Let God exalt you. But if you have to find a way to exalt yourself that it doesn't work and it's not God's design, ultimately that person's going to be brought down. So may we just, here's the thing, serve God faithfully, serve God in love, serve God we have, Him, serve other people, let God be the one to move you to the position you want to be in. Well, thanks again for joining us on this Thursday morning. Appreciate the time you've given to us. Stick with us as we continue through this as Jesus is just straightforward, teaching some great principles about these religious leaders and about how people should live. And it's some great practical truth. Stick with us as we continue through this. Thanks for joining us. We look forward to seeing you again tomorrow.